Hey guys, it's Rach, and this is a quick word on your Enneagram number. Okay, I had, I'm not going to call it an epiphany because I really have nothing to back up this thought, but I had a thought this morning while I was reading that it feels like was a download from the universe, and I just want to put it out there because it is so simple and it feels so profound to me, and I'm going to nerd out about Enneagram numbers for just like five seconds. I am going to guess that a lot of you know your Enneagram number, understand what it is, but just in case you don't, Enneagram is a personality test that has existed since ancient Greece that divides personality types into nine different numbers. And you can take a test, you could Google free Enneagram test and then get all kinds of options. But essentially, I love the Enneagram. I love all personality tests, to be honest, because I love anything that helps us to understand ourselves better and why we do what we do. And in the case of Enneagram, the number that I got the first time I took the test and just is the biggest, yes, it's my thing, is number three, which is the achiever. I am an achiever. And achievers are created through mostly being ignored as children. And so they learned to believe that in order to get attention, they needed to achieve things because to a child, attention is love. And so from the time I was a little girl, I felt like if I could get an A on the test or, you know, score a goal on the soccer team or be in a play or write something that that was how I could get my parents' attention and therefore their love. And these childhood wounds of ours can lead to really beautiful things as adults when we figure out how to overcome them, right? So yes, I am an achiever and that can show up for me in really negative ways because I will push too hard and I will try and hustle for my worth. And I have made negative choices in my past to try and achieve, right? But it also is why I am who I am. I have used that modality to get through life, just like you have maybe used being a two, which is a helper, or a one, which is a perfectionist. These things can serve you really well because it's how you've learned to navigate the world. You can take a deep dive. There's literally a million pieces of content on the internet, probably more than that, that will talk you through your Enneagram number. But today, while I was doing my morning meditation and my reading and all of that, I just had this thought that was so clear for me. And I was like, holy crap. That for us as humans to experience true peace, peace, peace with ourselves, peace in our spirit, contentment with what's around us, alignment with something greater than we are, peace, then what we actually need is whatever the opposite of our Enneagram number is. This made my, like my brain like exploded. Like what I need as an Enneagram three to experience peace would be not achieving. Meaning I need the freedom to create completely removed from whether or not that creation is successful. If you're a helper, what I think you need to experience peace is the right to know that you can help yourself and that you can say no to having to help others. If you're an Enneagram one 
and you are perfectionist, I think the way to peace is to understand that it can be messy and it can be disorganized. And it it's like basically the thing that gives us tension, the thing that feels deeply uncomfortable is actually our path to peace. If you're an Enneagram nine, which means you think you are a your job is to be a peacekeeper. You have to make sure that everyone's happy, that your freedom would come in understanding that you are not responsible for other people and their happiness. A challenger, which is an Enneagram eight, your path to peace would come from being at peace, to laying down your weapons, to understanding that you don't need to fight, that you are worthy and enough as you are. You don't have to fight for your right to exist. This blew my mind today. And I don't know if it's right, but man, it feels right in my heart, at least for me. And I just wanted to put it out there in case any of you can understand that, that you can go, wow, I'm okay. I'm a five. And what would be the opposite? And I'm a six. What would, what, I'm a seven. What would be, and that maybe in pursuing the opposite of our Enneagram type, we really find that balance that our lives are missing. <laughs> 